Hey, hey, all you Arizona lovers, this is the Finding Arizona podcast, episode number 206. I am your host, Jose. Thank you so much for listening. Today's guest, Miss Linda Foss of Boogie Bulb, we met her over at a seed spot networking event over at the Churchill. And when she said that she wanted to be on the podcast, I was really curious about her product. And getting to know her and her story is incredible. She is a mother and an inventor or creator of sorts, and I really am kind of being broad because I want you guys to listen to the story and be inspired by it. And so we hope that you guys like this episode, but we're going to jump into a little bit of the business side first. You can hear every episode of Finding Arizona Podcast at FindingArizonaPodcast.com. There we have a newsletter and a blog that you guys can sign up for. The blog is a more personal touch of Brittany and I. Just to give you guys a little heads up, next week will be pre-recorded because Brittany and I will be tying the knot. Yes, we are finally getting married here at our home in Arizona, and we hope that you guys will actually uh, see a video and join us in the live feed that we will be putting up as well. We are very excited, but we also know that it's a lot of work, and we thank everyone who's been helping us with this, our wedding planner page, everyone that is involved vendor-wise, all of our family, and I want to just say I love you, Britt. Thank you so much for being the person that I need, the person that helps me through everything, not only with this podcast, but in life. And I cannot wait to live this life with you. I love you so much. So moving forward, you can also sign up for our social media. That's under Finding Arizona Podcast. Uh, that's Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. There you will be able to tell us what you guys want to see. Please let us know because we want to go out and be a part of your guys' community. That is from the heart. I promise you that. Um, last but not least, we do have a place where you guys can support us monthly. That's Patreon. There we have Fine Examination. That's 50, uh, 50 rapid fire questions that we ask every guest. It's a lot of fun. It's kind of like a palate cleanser for them. They always leave smiling. And I promise you, if you do our podcast, you will always, always, always feel encouraged and leaving with a big smile on your face. That is a, a Finding Arizona guarantee. I promise that. Um, last but not least, we are going into our community cork board. You can sign up for that at podcast at gmail.com. Like the rest of these events coming up, the first one being the Arizona Taco Festival um, taking place over at Westworld of Scottsdale. I'm very excited for this one, but unfortunately, it's taking place of my uh, wedding. That's October tw- uh, 12th and the 13th. This is probably one of the biggest taco festivals ever. You can get your tickets again at Eventbrite. Next up, the uh, 59th original Phoenix Greek Festival is taking place over at 1973 East Maryland Avenue, Phoenix, Arizona. This is a very, very... uh, This is actually... Uh, towards Brittany because she loves Greek food. She's also Greek herself. So this is probably the longest running, largest ethnic festival in the Valley. Um, it is, I, I've seen this festival a lot and I encourage you guys to go learn more. That's taking place Friday, October 12th, thir- 12th, 11th and 13th. So go, uh, go check that out. Last but not least, that is the 8th annual Dias de los Muertos uh, Phoenix Festival taking place over at Steel Indian School Park. That's Sunday, October 27th from 1 p.m. to 7 p.m. 
go check out uh, www.diasdelosmuertrospx.com to find out more information. That is the end of our community cork board, and let's just jump into our episode, episode number 206 with Boogie Bulb. I'll catch you on the next one. Are you tired of baby snot suckers that don't work? Boogie Bulb is a medical grade, cleanable, and reusable snot sucker that's designed to get the snot right out. Boogie Bulb offers superior suction and opens at the center for easy cleaning and disinfection. Boogie Bulb products are also BPA and latex free. We guarantee our products, so give us a try at boogiebulb.com. What is it you do, and why do you do it? Here at Finding Arizona Podcast, we love to showcase that. And so do our friends at Every Impression Counts. They offer free strategy consultations so you can envision the possibilities for your business or idea, such as websites, social media management, paid advertising like the top of Google, along with advertising on Facebook, Instagram, Snap, video production, photography, podcasting, SEO, blogging, analytics, and so much more. In today's world, it's never been so cost-effective to produce and distribute content with the tools that you have at your disposal. If you've ever thought, what if, just have a convo with my friends at Every Impression Counts. You can find them at eic.agency or check out what they're up to by following them on Instagram and Facebook at Every Impression Counts and tell them Finding Arizona Podcast sent you. website yeah, yes see, that's why i made that videos. assumption that you were at seed spot because i'm like i've seen you yeah the website yeah. duh i'm like you're on there i'll make myself known yes. i'm like yeah no i know where i've seen her yeah, the website all right let's let's get into it right. welcome back ladies and gentlemen to the finding arizona podcast i am your host jose and as always we bring in someone very special and today is no different i'm gonna let you do the honors and introduce yourself and your business sure hi i am linda foss and i am the founder of boogie bulb welcome linda i'm very much thankful for you to come in because we have been expecting you for a while and we've just been so excited to have you on top of which i've met you at seed spot and yes. it was a wonderful place and i met you also at the churchill where the seed spot seed yes. spot was taking place um let's get into a little bit of like how you got into this business first off and then can you give us a little bit of insight on the name of how you came up with the name and it's very alliterative and what was the idea behind it yeah, sure. So, well, there's always a story behind every business. Absolutely. So I'll go ahead and start with mine. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so um, uh, Boogie Bulb actually came out of a need that I had as a new mom. Okay. So when I gave birth to my daughter, mm-hmm. I was actually very sick when I delivered. I had um, a, the flu. I was really mm-hmm. sick. Okay. So um, they told me in the hospital that I was probably going to have a sick newborn on my hands like three days later because she has my immune system. Got it. So sure enough, you know, when I leave the hospital, I have a sick newborn. Yeah. Yeah. So um, the hospitals give out these little blue bulb syringes. Mm -hmm. And they told me, you know, they put it in my little bag and they told me to use it to remove the mucus from her nose. So I took that home and was using it on her, you know, um, and... My dog got a hold of it, um, ripped it open, looked like a toy, (laughs) (laughs) went back to the hospital, just assumed I could get another one and they wouldn't release it to me. So um, 
in my quest to still have to take care of my sick baby, I yeah. went to the grocery store and bought one that kind of looked like it. It was it was white, um, and used it and realized it just didn't provide any suction. So I went back, got some more. Um, devices that they had on the shelf yeah. and nothing just really worked huh. like that little blue nose sucker so yeah. made some phone calls i was very fortunate i had a dad that sat on the hospital board he made some calls That's nice. went in i know he said go ask for this nurse they're going to give you one <laughs> so got my hands back on one and um realized at that point like i couldn't be the only one looking for these things Absolutely. so after doing some research online i would just see threads on google how do i get my hands on this little hospital you know syringe that they use to remove snot and nobody was selling them so that was actually the start of of the concept uh, was getting that um bulb syringe available to the 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 public yeah yeah nobody was doing that so um at the time i you know had a couple hundred dollars in my pocket threw up this cheesy little website and I called it the original hospital grade baby nasal aspirator. Look no further. You found it, right? And it was just crazy. You know, I would just I would just get flooded with orders in my sleep. So I knew I was on to something. Yeah. Um, and the uh, the medical suppliers hadn't actually figured that out yet. They were still, you know, marketing this as a medical product business to business. Right. Yeah. So um, I had really just kind of tapped into, a, you know, a niche market. Yeah. Um, and, um, over time I started to realize that as great as the suction was on these things, Mm -hmm. there was no way to clean it. And it was a matter of time before you would start to see posts on the internet of people trying to derail people from using the bulb syringe because they were unsanitary. Uh, there were pictures of people cutting them open, all the mold and bacteria that was collecting inside. Um, and in 2014, I figured it out. <laughs> I figured out how to make it cleanable. Yes. So um, went that route and um, made the cleanable version of mm-hmm. the hospital um, bulb syringe and came up with the name Boogie Bulb. And um, I know that you had asked me about how I came up with the name. And I want to tell you it wasn't like I was going through all these names <laughs> yeah. or whatever. It literally was one of those one moment. I just woke up and I just said, I'm calling this Boogie Bulb. Got that it. is the God honest truth. Yeah. Like I, the name just came to me and yeah. it just made sense. Nice. So I changed, you know, the original hospital grade baby needs last word. And I started calling it boogie bulb, bulb. Yeah. at that point. That's yeah. awesome. And you know, one of the things that you brought up was the idea of you, you know, the marketing side of it was just marketing to this hospital, like the hospital realm. And you tapped into this niche market. And a lot of entrepreneurs end up, you know, realizing that it's either they're fulfilling some a need that they needed themselves or mm-hmm. they were asking the right kind of question of like why isn't this doing something for you was there that element of like you know why is this so simple like is, was there a moment where you're like why isn't no one getting this like why you know wh- while you were doing your research yeah um well part of the reason was especially when i was online just trying to find them and mm-hmm. just couldn't find them i couldn't find anybody that was just selling them yeah um uh, i think part of the reason was because this is a medical device mm-hmm. in the medical arena they don't call them like booger suckers or they actually have a medical name yeah so i think that was um part of the reason and and secondly um you know in, in the hospitals like you know this device isn't only used for just removing snot right yeah. like they they use it to uh suck out vomit or clean out the Got mouth okay. um 
they use them in the surgical centers when they're doing um, uh, operations, you know, drainage. Oh, drainage. Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. So, um, but, you know, I think for, you know, what I was doing and how they use it in that, you know, the OB ward when the babies are born, <laughs> yeah. you know, you take it home and you just, you know that you use it to clean out the nose or, you know, yeah. the mouth for yeah. that for that reason. Okay. I, it was just kind of curious to me because the, the stigma of just like, well, why can't it be more than just, you know, for your nose? And so that kind of clears it up. I had no idea that that realm, like there was multiple purposes for it. Uh-huh. Um, is there any other challenges that you want people to understand or realize about your business? Um, challenges like, like you know, uh, marketing, business, any anything that some people might find of like, you know, they have curiosities about business ownerships or things like that, entrepreneurship. And with every entrepreneur, there's comes challenges, there comes yeah. difficulties. What would you like to let everyone know about your particular business sure. that may, maybe someone might not know or understand? Sure. Well, um, first of all, it's always exciting, right, when you mm -hmm. have an aha moment and, you know, you have something that, yeah. you know, has, you know, some value and just getting it out there. But I think like anything you're going to go through, right, there's it's the process and it's the journey. And, mm -hmm. you know, nothing is ever executed perfectly. I'm still learning. Yeah. I still make mistakes, sure. you know, in the business. But you learn from that and you just and you grow from that and you just keep mm -hmm. on going forward and you just continue to make, you know, traction. Yeah. Um, but I think, too, that, you know, there's always a you know, I like to tell people um, um, I had this one teacher once say, you know, there's so many people who have dreams and they take them to the graveyard mm -hmm. because they just don't know what to do. And I can say, like, before I had launched the cleanable, like, I was there. Like, I sat on it for a while. Yeah. It's like I ha I knew that I had something that was, was just so golden. Yeah. And, you know, the fact that you could now open it up, like, I knew that I was onto something. And I sat on it for about... I'd say maybe a good year mm -hmm. because I was just getting, I was just so overwhelmed with, with, um, which way I needed to execute this. Yeah. You know, I had talked to so many people and they were just like, Oh, this is how you're going to do it. And this is what's going to work. Come mm -hmm. partner with us. And then yeah. I had another person say, no, this is how we need to do this. And this is what we're going to do. And yeah. so it just, you know, it kept me in, uh, you know, stagnant for mm -hmm. a while because I just really didn't know. And it was, you know, I had um, an epiphany um, at one point that it didn't matter which way I, you know, stepped out. I just needed to take that first, first step. step. Yeah. And once I actually had like that enlightening moment, that mm -hmm. aha moment, the direction that I stepped out, it was, you know, it was a direction that just worked for me. Yeah. And um, yeah. And I've just been making traction ever since. Good. So, you know, I, I say to anybody out there that has something, you know, they've got to be willing just to take, you know, that step. Mm -hmm. And then things they do, they start to unfold along the way. You just you're not going to be able to to map it all out. Mm -hmm. You know, you can have ideas and you can have plans, but sometimes things, you know, change and they turn and you got to pivot. Yeah. And you have to you have to be flexible. Absolutely. Uh-huh. You uh, you've kind of hit it on the head, the, the ability to have the courage to move forward and, and mm -hmm. take your, your, the thing that you love and move it to another level. Mm -hmm. Essentially, you have to have the courage to do so. And, uh, you know, where do you, 
what do you do to help you develop, I guess, the, not only the courage, but the, the business acumen, you know, where, where do you turn to when you have to go out and seek training or seek more knowledge, seek something else out? Where, is there a couple of places that you turn to, um, mentors, do you read, do you, what are the types of things to help you and your business kind of get to that level and move, you know, make the pivot, make the thing that helps uh-huh. it move forward yeah it's actually that's a great question because it's actually all of those i mean the first thing for me um you know i you know i'm i'm very strong in my faith mm-hmm. so you know it's for me getting quiet and having that time and just you know seeking yeah oh god lord you know what are we what are we going to do with this today who do i need to talk to you know bring the people in my path that i need to know yeah you know and um you know it's you know, it's surrounding yourself with the tribe of other people who mm-hmm. support you. And yeah. those people, you do find those people, believe it or not. You may you may be alone a little bit in the beginning. Yeah. And then you will just start to attract those type of people. Got it. And, um, you know, networking, you know, is huge. I mean, there's so many resources here in Arizona mm-hmm. that are re- really um, geared to helping other entrepreneurs succeed. You know, and um, free resources. I remember uh, my girlfriend and I. She has um, she started a skincare line. Mm-hmm. So and she's my best friend. And so um, every do night. You know, do you talk. know which? Because uh, we've had a couple of skincare people in here. Can you shout her out? Oh what, yeah, yeah, what's her yeah. It's um actually um it's A Line Skincare. Okay. And uh, yeah, she's my best friend. And Shout so, out to her. Yes. <laughs> and tell her she's more than welcome to come in anytime. Adriana, you heard that. You're Boom, more than welcome to come in. We're gonna get you in here, girl. <laughs> so you know she's you know iron sharpens iron. She's you know we encourage each other every single night we yeah. have our call in 8 30 we talk nice. about the day you yeah, know that's what where like we're struggling you know and we just keep on building each other up you know we're gonna find that person that we need for this yeah you know keep plugging away keep doing you know what Gotta we need to it. do you yeah know, and my father was the type of guy to tell me you show me the people that you hang out with i'll show you the person that you are that was the thing that it's he would tell, so tell me about all the time if i didn't have my tribe of supporters mm-hmm. like this would be really really hard because yeah. you know there are so many ups and downs in business and we all want it like we yeah. all want i mean we all have the dream inside of us we want to see you know success things, yeah, yeah and just Succeed. you know you know the bigger we can dream right the better but you know there's there's steps that we have to take along the way to get us there and i always say for every te- 10 steps forward there's always like two or three steps back you know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you know things happen mm-hmm. you know along the way but those are the things that you know strengthen us and mm-hmm. make us stronger and you know i want to give uh, you know credit to organizations like score mm-hmm. um that was something that i used very very early on okay um and you know i know that's run by volunteers and you know but you know they'll pair you with you know people that can kind of at least get you started in a direction and there's classes you know they offer free classes right like how to start up a business that'll give you kind of like the you know the basic fundamentals on what you need to do right like Mm -hmm. filing an llc and yeah you know the very basics that you need to get started absolutely so you had mentioned the idea of you brought up networking and we both met each other at seat spot yes. i wanted to ask you what were you do like did you get what you needed out of seat spot because i know i did i got you yeah. <laughs> so i was yeah. there just for networking i know seat spot is um you know helping developers and other entrepreneurs you know develop themselves on top of their business and 
you know, can you give us a little insight on what you were doing there and kind of like, did you get what you needed out of it? Yeah. Actually, you know, the interesting story about C Spot is it really just kind of fell into my hands. It wasn't even something I was looking for. Okay. Um, I'm a member of NABO, which is the National mm-hmm. National Association of Women Business Owners. Got it. And they sent out a weekly newsletter and I saw they were having a luncheon and they're having some speakers. Okay. And one of them was Lauren from Seed Spot. So nice. I clicked on the little hyperlink and I'm like, I don't even know what Seed Spot is. Okay. And I started to read about it. I'm like, huh, this is interesting. So, you know, I went to the website, saw that they had some sort of like an accelerator program to help businesses scale. Yeah. Um, clicked on that. It said you had to apply for it. I'm like, okay, why not? So just put in some information, <laughs> submitted it. And um, shortly thereafter, I, I got a call. Nice. And um, the application process had already closed. It had been closed for like over a month. Oh. But she said that she loved my application so much that they wanted me to interview. So I'm oh, like, okay. Awesome. So she set up the interview, went before a committee of six people. You know, they asked me a bunch of questions, didn't think much about it. Mm-hmm. Literally two days later, they said I got accepted into the program. And I said, well, I don't even know what I got accepted into, really, you know. <laughs> and so, um, you know, they connected me with some um, references and I started talking to people. And I'm like, this actually sounds pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. I should, you know, go mm-hmm. ahead and uh, go through the program. And it was one of those things that I didn't even know I needed at the time. Um, and it was extremely helpful for me yeah. because again, like I said, it started, you know, building that community of people and the support that I needed around me mm-hmm. to start, you know, tapping into some additional resources. And, um, not only that, but the cohort, the people that we had, like I still talk nice. to a lot of those people, Good. um, two in, um, you know, particular that have just really pushed me. I'm actually, uh, one of the girls that was there, her and her husband had a, uh, a technology company um she's an attorney yeah um but you know young girl you know in her um 30s and i mean she has pushed me so much this summer okay. you know because i do i will overanalyze things about whether or not i should just do it and she's just like linda you've already done this like why are you worried about that you, you know what no you're losing focus okay yeah. <laughs> don't let those are just distractions she's like this is what needs to happen in the next 48 hours so like if it wasn't for her i wouldn't have done you know some things that you know i participated in some shows this you know summer to get me in front of you know some buyers and stuff yeah. like that um but you know those are the people that we need around us the ones Absolutely. you know that encouragers are gonna yeah and the ones that are just gonna help us you know stay on that path right and yeah. not get sight because it's so easy to to get sidetracked by the noise right and then yeah. then you start getting insecure and then you're like i don't know maybe that's n- not what i should be doing you know you yeah. start to question every little thing yeah you know so it's nice to have somebody come in from the outside looking in saying like yeah. no this is what you do need to be doing you, take that step in that direction you need the perspective to kind of help you f- feed the whole view yes for sure uh you know what is uh some of the things that you do when you're not focused on the business was was there one of the things that i want to ask you is like you know you are a mom yourself mm-hmm. you know how do you separate those that business and you know having a family that's a great question because i'm still learning the balance in that yeah um you know it's i think it's like um it's like anything right i mean having a business is still is still a job like you you know yeah you still have to put in you know the time and do what you need to do um but for me um i've had a lot of transition i would say the last few years um 
just balancing out, you know, the family that once my daughter gets home, Mm -hmm. that's it. Like I lay it down because I've come to realize, you know, um, you know, for as long as I've been doing this, you know, with the cleanable the last um, several years is that the work is always going to be there. I think we get into this mentality, you know, or at least I know I do. And maybe it's because I've worked in TV and media where everything is like now, 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 you know, to realize that that work is still going to be there, you know, regardless. And it's just like, you know, I've, I've learned to, um, and I've helped mentors, Mm -hmm. other mentors have helped me. I meant to just really kind of say, okay, you know what, knock out like these three tasks today Mm -hmm. and the others can wait until tomorrow instead of trying to just knock it all out in one Mm -hmm. night. Right. I mean, I used to have, I would do the things where I would stay up till 2 AM, 3 AM. And I got to that point where, I mean, I wasn't happy. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, I have this great business and I'm miserable, like miserable. Yeah. I'm like, something's got to shift. Something's got to change. Got it. And so, you know, that was, again, that was like another epiphany that I needed that, you know, to get for myself yeah. and, and just being able to get to that point where I was free enough to know, like, my business is going to be fine. Like, you know, <laughs> it'll be all right. Spend time with my daughter. Yeah, yeah. Let me spend time with my husband or the weekend or whatever. And, yeah. you know, and I'll do that too. Like if it's really stressful, for me and um because i can't i don't have clarity mm-hmm. if if there's something going on that's messy yeah you know and i've learned that if i need to take two days off mm-hmm. to just kind of get that clarity on what i need to do to fix this yeah then do that then allow yourself the time to do that it's okay yeah and then go back at it and you know try to priorities shift yeah 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 i think one sure. of the greatest things that you know you mentioned was like that is that you know, when your family comes home and they have that expectation of you need to mm-hmm. be here with us. And mm-hmm. that's, you know, I've started to realize that after entrepreneurs come here. It's like they come in and they, you know, talk about their families. But the fact of the matter is, is when they're home, they're home, essentially. They're there for the family and they're there to prioritize the family first. And I yeah. think that's that's great to hear for you. And then on top of which another question that comes to mind when it comes to family is that your business was started based on the birth of your child your your daughter yeah and how does that how is that fundamentally kind of grown with her getting of each age she grows away from that she does she does you know that's a very interesting question you know um because uh you know one of the things is is you know what what is the vision of boogie boogie bulb look like for me right because this this product came out of a need that i had when she was a baby yeah and now she's you know 10 10 you know (laughs) so um you know um that's a hard one to answer (laughs) still you know right now but you know i think it's like anything else like um it was just it was just one of those moments that i knew that this was for me Mm -hmm. like you know i have you know i've I've had people ask me have you ever tried to start up other things in the past like before this and i said yeah i've dabbled in a lot of things yeah And, and then that's why i always tell people like whatever it is that you're whatever it is that you're feeling in that moment, Mm -hmm. step out because all of those things that you do play into what your ultimate purpose is. Yeah. You know, and I found that like the things that I did, I was in corporate America. I was in healthcare, actually. I worked in corporate healthcare (laughs) for Banner Health for years. Like, yeah, I did policies and procedures. That's what I did. Okay. So, um, and that moment, I remember the moment that, you know, I left corporate America to go help. um, It was a, a startup 
company and they were a website company and um, they were friends of mine actually a couple of young young married couple and Mm -hmm. um, I was their salesperson and little did I know like I didn't have a background in sales my background (laughs) was healthcare (laughs) right administrative (laughs) type stuff so in that time I had learned how to do sales I learned about the psychology of people what you know why they buy um and i mean and all those things play a part in like what i'm doing now they're pieces yeah they are and it didn't make any sense then like it really didn't but when i look back at at the things and the places that i was positioned Mm -hmm. over that time it all plays a part into like what i'm currently doing so i mean my training has actually started years ago yeah you know and so um you know, I love that. So, you know, I just always want to encourage people, like, whatever they're feeling and if they're excited about it, step in that direction yeah. because it's part of what you need to be doing until that door closes and something else opens because yeah. I believe everything has its seasons too because mm-hmm. I know that people get caught up in, like, well, what if it doesn't work or what? I'm like, you know how many things I've done that, you know, eventually <laughs> just kind of fizzled out and it was, like, gone? But then when the next thing came, yeah. like, there was that passion inside of me to, like, well, I'm just like, yeah, I need to be a part of that, mm-hmm. you know? And I would get right on, you know, with it. And even before um, I was doing Boogie Bowl full time, uh, there was this uh, um, ad in the paper for uh, uh, it was a business consultant and he needed yeah. an administrative assistant. And I knew that job was mine. Like I went down there and I brought him a bottle of wine and a thank you note. <laughs> and, he, and he always tells me to this day, he goes, it was that bottle of wine, Linda, that you brought to my office. He says, that's why I hired you. <laughs> he goes... <laughs> <laughs> and I'll never forget that. But see, I learned that in sales that you court, you know, the people, right, yeah, to get absolutely. their business. Yeah. So that's why I went with that bottle of wine. <laughs> you know, I'm like, that job is mine. Absolutely. You know, so, but, you know, with that guy, like, I learned business operations. I learned how to read my p yeah. I learned, you know, all about a balance sheet. I learned how to structure the finances in my business. Good. You know, things that you wouldn't typically know, right, other than, okay. like, sales. Yeah. Right? So, um, yeah. So, like, just... The right pieces will come into your life at the right time. Yeah. I think that's so, so important, yeah. too, because we've actually, you know, I've heard this same exact thing. Like, as entrepreneurs and other businesses, they, you know, they don't realize it at first. They've done all these odd jobs, whether it's, you know, side projects, uh, businesses that they didn't really enjoy or whatever it may be. They all kind of realize that these were all pieces of this new, the bigger, picture. the bigger picture. And I can say the same thing for myself is yes, I grew up here. Um, my mom is Native American. And so I grew up around storytellers. I grew up. My grandfather was an, an elder. He had a lot of stories that uh-huh. he passed down to both my brother and I and, you know, other grandfathers and other, um, you know, tribe men had these stories and you know the thing that they taught us was that you listen take the moment to listen gather the information appreciate it understand that the story is what it is and you have to interpret it for yourself and all of this you know going to college you know getting educated as a landscape architect having to you know publicly speak in front of professors and other you know all of these were different pieces of you know having an interest in podcasting and then when i actually heard another podcaster say take the time if you're interested in doing something whether yes. it is podcasting or something else push yourself to do it yes you know, th- uh-huh. nothing is easy the first time right if you're gonna if you're gonna do something it's that's worth doing it's gonna be hard right take the ladder take the shovel start digging just do what you need to do and keep doing it and so yes. you know that's kind of the testament of like each 
piece of whatever I grew up in, I took it with me mm-hmm. and I used it to my to what I'm doing yeah. now. So yes, that's great. Yeah, and then um, I I think that you know as an entrepreneur and as someone who's you know dedicated to wanting to help the community, I find myself you know finding your story and others an overall tapestry of what this community can provide, what this community in, entails, and I've always felt that each person who comes through our door is another patch added onto that blanket that we're weaving here together. And so, you know, it's great to hear your story. It's great to hear others kind of share, you know, not only their their challenges, but also their successes. Right, right. And so that, you know, that's something that I've always been fascinated and loved with. And I bring up community because I kind of want to talk to you a little bit about, you know, the great thing about this state and about this, you know, area is that, there are a lot of people who encourage each other, like you said, and there are people who highlight it, you know, want to help one another. Mm-hmm. What have you experienced in your community, especially with, you know, the healthcare industry, what it is? You know, some people may enjoy it. Some people may not find it scary, whatever it may be. But from your perspective, as someone who's an entrepreneur and also sells um, products, what's been your experience with the community here and what have you kind of involved yourself with? What have you seen? What are your perspectives? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it's interesting that you would ask me that because when I had started um, Boogie Bulb, mm-hmm. I never wanted to be the face of Boogie Bulb. Oh, really? I never, no, I wow. didn't. I wanted to be the one that would um, just kind of hide behind it. And mm-hmm. and I mean, and that stems, of course, from like fear and insecurity. What if it doesn't work? Like, yeah. what if, you know, what if it just flops? Or, you know, yeah. so, you know, and it, it was really... Uh, my girlfriend who said you need to get out there because people don't even know who you are I'm like yeah they know who I am they're buying my product I see the sales that come in she's like no you really need to get out in the community so that people can really get to know you 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 know and so um, she really pushed me um, you know to do that and so um, I think that's where C-Spot actually helped me too right just getting out in the community and getting people to know like you know who I am um, <laughs> yeah. and um, and I think part of it too like I didn't want to um, um, I have a girlfriend that always tells me Linda you're just too humble you're just too humble and I'm like I just really don't want to be the whole face of it yeah. you know like me yeah you know, it's look at me, me. Yeah, look at exactly. me exactly and sometimes like um, I'm the same way I feel like that with this podcast is <laughs> like it's not about, about me. me it's yeah. about the people who come in here and yeah. I don't want and, and as hard as it may be and sound like I just don't enjoy hearing my own voice and sometimes I'm just like I just wish everyone would talk more and so I don't have to like ask that many questions <laughs> but at the end of the day ultimately we are yeah the business. we are yeah and so you know through that what I started to find is is the more that I would start to come out when people <laughs> would start to ask me what I would do and the more I would talk about it the more I realized that I was inspiring others Mm -hmm. you know and they would ask me the questions and then you know I would start to learn that okay wow you know there's a lot of people that have like ideas and and they're and they're sitting on them Mm -hmm. and and they're feeling like hopeless and they're feeling like you know like they can't you know so being able to speak into the lives of other people like just me being able to be just transparent and coming forward I think um, that's where I've started to find um, me just being able to having others embrace me as well as 
me embracing them because yeah. there's a component of me that I can give back based on my experiences. Is it easy? No, mm. it's not. Um, are, I think you have your moments of victories and then you have your, you go through, you know, your moments where you just have the challenges and, um, yeah, I mean, for the first, um, you know, you know, I've had some things happen in the business that, you know, has caused me some, you know, trauma or, you know, I'd be crying three times a week, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. So, um, but, you know, I've gotten, you know, stronger through that and I've learned how to, to weed out the lies, yeah. right? And go to the ones that are going to encourage me and support me Absolutely. and, you know, say, speak the positive things into my life that just keep me moving forward. And mm-hmm. at the same time, like, yeah, it, it feels great to know that I can give back as well and you know encourage people to like start you know moving in the direction with what you have i think what you have is a great idea sometimes (laughs) that's all people need to hear yeah absolutely you know and like you just need that encouragement yeah yeah Yeah. what you know what is your family like like does your how much support do you get from your family like your husband and your daughter and then on top of which um what kind of qualities do you want your daughter to take away from you as a business owner? I love that you asked me that question because she's watching me every single day. Absolutely. And there would be days where she would ask me, how many boogies bulbs did you sell today? (laughs) And if it was a bad day, I didn't want to talk about the business at all. You know, stop asking me questions. (laughs) But I realized that, um, especially with her, like, you know, I do want to be a good model for her. And I always tell her, every day I tell her, Hayden, dream big. Mm-hmm. dream big I said don't let every anybody ever tell you that you can't do anything because you can yeah and and so because um, I know that she watches me and she asks me every day so mom so how many people work for you now and and you're <laughs> the CEO right you you own the company yes Hayden, and I do you know so they, they're it's so cute because they're yeah. so innocent you know and so that's the um like her her watching me is what strengthens me in character mm-hmm. and how and what I want her to see how life is yeah. right even like through the challenges because it's not always easy yeah but how I handle that right how I react to things because I know that she's always watching me sure. you know and everything you know that I do and um just being you know that model for her that you know as you know because I know she will be a business owner you know (laughs) um, that she has that moving forward based on what she sees in us now my husband I'm not going to throw him under the bus Uh but I will say Tom (laughs) that in the very beginning you know he wasn't the most supportive because Mm -hmm. you know it's that whole thing right you have a 9 to 5 job you know security and now I'm stepping away from that stepping into something that was like the unknown so um, this is a first for us actually because you know that as much as we like to, to lean on Tom, for example, <laughs> I'm so sorry, Tom, but it's like we get a lot of families who they're either both on board or, you know, that they're single parents. So Right. Okay. Interesting. Well, he wasn't on board in the yeah. beginning. So I would like to uh, ask a few prodding questions that. about yeah. that. How, what was his aha moment for him to kind of... Um, fall more in line yeah well (laughs) it didn't happen overnight (laughs) (laughs) i think i think he got on board when he saw that i was able to you know pay some bills (laughs) okay there you go that's all i mean honestly right sometimes that's all you know but you know and that's what i want to speak to those who may be in 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 a position where they know that their spouse isn't going to be supportive find the people that are until they get on board to partner especially if you know i would say 
if you know that you know that you know that mm-hmm. you're supposed to do it, yep. don't even let your spouse d- yeah. it, like discourage distra- you. No, yeah. because it will work itself out eventually, and mm-hmm. they will see it. Yep. You know, so I love that because uh, you know I always get to throw that in his face, and we joke around about it a lot. You know, I, about, I, remember when you didn't support <laughs> me? And you know what? It, it's it's good that you guys have that uh, ability to go back and forth with mm-hmm. one another like that too, because that shows that you know he has the ability to say I was wrong. And mm-hmm. I you know I, I love and cherish you, but you proved me wrong. Look at you, your success. I said I said some things, but you know, look, hey, I'm now supporting you. You are successful. It's all golden now. <laughs> right. But it's definitely like you know I have my moments with Brittany where I'm like I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, and she does the same thing where you know we go back and forth and we can have disagreements, but at the end of the day, we ultimately love each other, and you know she will give me the pointers of like this is where it can go wrong but at the end of the day i have to fall in trusting myself and mm-hmm. trusting who i am as a business owner as a person and kind of put that aside say okay she's not on board with it but i'm gonna move forward and i'm gonna take on the task myself and that's all i need i need myself and my hopes and dreams that's right that's right i think too um you know i think for my husband and i i think in the season that we're in now like there were some things that i wanted to do that i knew were risky yeah and um and i've learned um to like to just talk to him about it Mm -hmm. and and get his input um and you know lately he's he's been you know extremely supportive and just you know, he even starts to see things in a little bit of a different lens, just knowing Good. that, you know, in business in general, there's always going to be risks, you know, um, but now he looks at it more as, you know what, if you do it and maybe this doesn't work out or this, you know, new avenue of marketing that you want to explore, he's like, then you know what, it's okay. You just mm-hmm. keep moving forward, just shift, right? Mm-hmm. And they move forward and, and leave that behind. Yeah. Um, here's, an, you know, here's my next question. When you pivoted to a cleanable um your product that you're using Mm -hmm. now was he encouraging or was he also like was that at the same point with like where was he on the on the pivot because that can be some scary like when you go from like we have this product it's working Mm -hmm. and now we're going to pivot it's supposed to work it's supposed to be like something that we're hopefully going to be this is our main product right that can be scary your main product is working now you're pivoting to something else was he, well, where was his mind at for that? Well, there's actually a gap in between that there. Okay. So, yeah, so, but that's an excellent question because what had happened was, is when I had started with just the disposable, right? Because mm-hmm. the cleanable wasn't out yet. Yep. I was just trying to make this bulb accessible yeah. to home care because I knew that people were looking for them. I knew that I was running on a window of time because, like I told you, remember they had a medical name and the reason that people couldn't find them is because they didn't know the medical Mm, name name. for the product. Got it. They were still looking up like booger sucker or booger remover or however a parent would think of it, right? To clean out their child's nose. So it was about, I think like 2011 or 2012, the medical community started marketing them as booger suckers. Nice. So they they were taking away my business, you uh, know? Yeah. So that was a season where it was actually like I wasn't generating a lot of revenue. Got it. And so I'm like, I gotta I gotta step up my game. I'm like, I gotta beat them at this. And I'm like, how do I make this clean up? And I was trying like all sorts of things. Like yeah. I was cutting holes at the bottom. Like what makes sense? You yeah. know? Yeah. And then, you know, figured out the cleanable and then it became like oh my gosh now it's like starting over yeah right because now i have a cleanable product 
you know, and I'm a, a step up against my competitors because, you know, you, they just yeah. have the disposable one. And now yeah. I've figured out how to make it cleanable. So um, here's another question. Was when you when you figured out or when that happened, when they changed the name, were you in the did you know specifically they changed the name or did you have to find that out from someone else to kind of like shift, like know to pivot? Because if you don't know that they changed the name so that it's easier for others to find it, then you, you're you spending time like, why is my revenue going down? Was there like- Right. Um, I actually had the name um, even when I was doing the disposables a okay. little bit. So um, uh, what I was doing to differentiate it was, is there was the Boogie Bulb Classic, which meant the non-cleanable one, and yeah. then you had the Boogie Bulb Cleanable. Okay. But I've been pretty much steering away from the classical, so Boogie Bulb now is yeah. just the cleanable. Got it. Um, so that's how I kind of transitioned into into that. Yeah. But my um, my platform, you know, for me, for the product, and, you know, it, I just happened to get in at the, you know, at the right time, right time when it yeah. wasn't really competitive was Amazon. Yeah. So that was the thing that really put me up on the map Good. was, yeah. you know, Amazon and, and getting it out there, awesome. you know, to the public. It's good mm-hmm. to hear. It's good yeah. to hear that, that that went well for you. On top of which, the other question that I was kind of curious about was going from, like you said, a disposable to a more reusable kind. Sanitary. Sanitary. Yeah. Is there a price mark adjusted for that because you now? Oh yeah, have because it now you can long, reuse it long term. Yeah. things like that. Was that and it's some... better for our environment, right? Because you're not just mm-hmm. throwing away plastic. Plastic yep. after plastic. Yeah. Where? How did you? Was there time spent on figuring out the figures to kind of compensate for that? Yeah, and that's all just like market testing, okay. and I love to share that with people too because people aren't really sure about price points with things. That's and that's, what, that's, and why. that's what you have to do is you have to research. You know your competitors. Um, you know, du- you know, indirect competitors. I didn't have any direct at the time because I was the first to market. Yeah. So um, it's a uh, um, you know researching to see what similar products are selling for, and then just you know finding that sweet spot and mm-hmm. and trying just different price points. And you know we did that. Okay. And um, you Good. know put it on there and just kind of found a sweet spot and said, okay, this is it. Nice. You know, and, and then listen to feedback too. People thought, oh, this is just way too expensive, or mm-hmm. you know, like took all that into account as well. Got it. I was just curious because yeah, yeah. that's something that like when you pivot away from something like that's throw away right. and then yep. you have to more long term mm-hmm. sustainable and sometimes price points can get differentiated yep Anywho, great question thank you very much i appreciate that i wish i had more <laughs> <laughs> um you know this is coming to uh, uh, an end here but i you know i have a few like kind of odds and ends is there um a space that you think that your product would be best suited for in a non-health clinical way um there is actually i mean there's definitely other uses for um my product um one is actually in the pet industry for cats i get uh, orders for cats a lot i guess the the certain breeds just get congestion yeah and they use them for cats yep you know what our dog actually has some sneezing spasms and things uh-huh. like that all exotic the time. animals exotic um, parrots an- yeah. uh-huh, reptiles i did not yes, know that that's so them. fascinating mm-hmm. was that something that you kind of figured out later like after people well, started yeah, buying after it people for buying them? them they were saying they were using it on their animals Get yeah out of here. and then just talking to some um vets in the yeah in the market 
That's um, so cool. Yeah. Yeah. That was animals. yeah. It's like you went from a niche market to even more, more niche, niche yeah. market yeah. exotic pets. And I'm finding there's even more that keep on surfacing. That's so You know, weird. up like farmers and yeah. Yeah. Just, does just, that fascinate you at all? Like the, it the, does. The uses I mean, of like the things that, yeah. I mean, there's even some really crazy uses. <laughs> that, yeah. But um, yeah, it, it's pretty cool actually, yeah. you know. It, it, in your mind too also it's like this product was something that was born out of necessity mm-hmm. for you and need and need and then you know was there at any point where you were like you know i have one product is there another product down the line that you were excited about or looking to kind of jump into is there something that you can tell us and give us some new updates or anything big coming around the corner for there you? is something big coming around the corner that we've already um tested with a prototype okay um that's gonna be um something that we are adding to the, the boogie bulb oh yeah for sure 2020 for okay. sure it's already in the work so nice. i'm really excited you know we've already tested it awesome. and um it's just it's great it's a you know an improvement to, you know, what we're doing based on, you know, what we're hearing from our customers. That's so good. So, yeah. And it's so, so wonderful, too, that here's another piece that you actually really take in a lot of your customers' feedback. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, they're the ones who support, you know, the brand, mm-hmm. you know. And, I'm, and, you know, you're always going to have the one, you're always going to have your haters. I mean, there's, there's <laughs> yeah. no doubt, you know. Yeah. And I've learned to just get over that because there is a community of people that just, you know, love it. Yeah. So, and that's, oh yeah. And that's, you know, that's where I just find myself thriving, Mm -hmm. you know, and you know, it's like every, anything, you know, it's just whatever, whatever, whatever works for you. Yeah. So good. That's how I look at it. Well, thank you again, like for every piece of tidbit information, it's been great kind of to just break down this wall of like, I, I, I find a lot of things fascinating and I always, try my best to connect with owners but you are someone who like i genuinely have this fondness of like connection with because you have something that i think we both relatively see the entrepreneur side and we kind of connect on that yeah so thank you so much for coming in thank you so much for having me absolutely it's been an honor thank you before we go we ta- uh, we leave it to you to let everyone know where they can find you online and then any other events that you want them to know. This is your chance to plug away. Sure, sure. Well, if you know anybody that's having a baby or who, I do. who okay, <laughs> or who has a baby, we're getting ready to go into the cold and flu season. So yep. this is the time when you know everybody's getting sick. So you can find Boogie Bulb um, on my website at www.boogiebulb.com. Um, you can put in the code Save Fifteen. Um, nice. If you hear this, yeah, and it'll awesome. give you a discount. And they're also available on Amazon. Sweet. So um, whatever you choose, if you go to my website, you'll get the 15% yeah. discount. Any um, social media that you Yeah, actually, on? Instagram, Facebook, Boogie Bulb. Oh, it's awesome. all Boogie Bulb. Easy, yeah. easy peasy. <laughs> For sure. Before we go, guys, ladies and gentlemen, you can hear every episode of our podcast at FindingArizonaPodcast.com. We also provide you a extra bonus content, which is called Fine Examinations, which we will do right after this. It's 50 questions that we ask every person who comes through our door. It's just to get to know them a little bit more and help understand what they're doing when they're at home, reading books, what they're into TV-wise, etc. Go over there to become a super fan. That's Patreon.com slash finding arizona podcast and last but not least we do have social media everything under finding arizona podcast and with that we say goodbye to all of you listening and goodbye to boogie bulb thank you (laughs) thank you so much for coming in bye-bye everybody bye-bye